and welcome to the American Patchwork and Quilting Podcast, a podcast aimed at making your quilting life more fun and creative while connecting with quilters just like you. Join the staff of the magazines you love for a great episode filled with tips and tricks. Enjoy! Hi, and welcome to the American Patchwork and Quilting Podcast. I'm Lindsay Mayland, and I'm so excited to be here with you. This episode is going to be a little different than usual. No interviews, no chats with our staff about tips and tricks. Today, we want to focus solely on the coronavirus and what we can all do to help each other and keep ourselves safe. It's crazy times right now. Our offices are closed, so I'm here alone recording in our tiny podcast room, which actually feels very much like a safe quarantined space because of the padding on the walls for soundproofing. (laughs) There are constant updates on the news, new precautions to take, new closures around the city, and many of us are having to change our whole lives and routines to deal with these changes. There's so much fear and uncertainty around the rapidly evolving COVID-19 situation, and we're all trying to deal with it in different ways. On today's show, we'll be sharing how to help your local quilt shop and small business owners during this time, how to de-stress and gain back control using sewing, and if you're one of the lucky parents or grandparents who are watching kids during this extended spring break, We have tips for squeezing in more time to sew when your whole family is under quarantine. Hang tight. We'll get to all this important information right after this quick ad break. Hey folks, it's Hunter Lewis, Editor-in-Chief of Food & Wine. This fall, we're launching the new Food & Wine Classic in Charleston with our partners at Southern Living and Travel and Leisure, and we want to see you there. This incredible three-day culinary experience will showcase the hospitality, food, drinks, and culture of one of our favorite cities in the country. Join us September 27th to 29th to learn more from iconic chefs, share a glass with innovative wine experts, and get to know Charleston with one-of-a-kind experiences curated by the experts at Food & Wine, Southern Living, and Travel and Leisure. Tickets are on sale now at foodandwine.com forward slash Charleston Classic. That's foodandwine.com forward slash Charleston Classic. See you down in Charleston. The coronavirus is a serious situation we're all having to deal with now. And for many, that means staying inside your home and social distancing from your family, friends, and favorite local quilt shop. But now more than ever, local businesses need our help to stay afloat. So here are a few ways we can offer support during this pandemic. And I hope this list gives us all a chance to feel like we're helping and making a difference. First is the shopping experience at your local quilt shop. Shop online. If your local quilt shop has online ordering, continue to do your usual shopping through their website. Yes, it won't be as fun as seeing the fabric in person and talking to the staff at the store, but you'll still be able to get what you need for your projects. Many quilt shops are even offering free shipping at this time to encourage their shoppers to stay safe in their homes. Call in an order. If your local quilt shop doesn't have an online store, 
consider calling them and placing an order for pickup or asking if they'd even consider shipping it. The staff may even be willing to pick out fabric options and send photos of fabrics to help you decide. If you're not comfortable going into the store, call them when you arrive and have them bring your order out to your car. Buy gift certificates. If you don't need any fabric right now, consider buying a gift certificate to the store. This will put money into their hands right now to help them through this time. And of course you can use the certificate eventually when you're in need of something new. Next, let's talk about classes at your local quilt shop. Take store credit. If you were signed up for a class, a workshop, or a lecture, and may be canceled to keep attendance safe, or you may personally choose to cancel to protect yourself. If this happens, consider taking a store credit instead of a full refund. That way, the store gets to keep the money they were depending on and may have already spent on the teacher or traveling lecturer instead of putting it back on your credit card. Suggest turning an in-store class into an online class. Could they set up a private Facebook group for the class? Take a video of the technique they're teaching or do the class as a Facebook Live video? They could take questions in the group and have participants post photos. That way, everyone can still take the class, support the shop, but also stay in the comfort of their own homes. Our next tips aren't monetary in value, but they'll still help support the quilt store in other ways. Spread the word. Follow your local quilt shop on Facebook, Instagram, and other social media sites. Like their posts. Share them if you like what they're posting and comment your support. These actions raise awareness of the shop to others and help them feel supported in the work they're doing. Rate or review the store. Take to Facebook, Yelp, or Google to rate the business. You can give the store five stars and write a, re and write a review about why you love the store. This helps other people in the area, but also travelers, see how great the store is and consider a visit. And lastly, don't forget to support the quilt store owner and staff emotionally. Reach out. This is a very stressful time for small business owners. They're financially burdened, worried about the success of their business and unsure what they can do. Give them a call. Shoot them an email or message them on social media to see how they're doing. Drop off a coffee at the store to let them know you're thinking of them. Let them know you haven't forgotten about them or their store. Volunteer when needed. Some stores may be dealing with staffing shortages. If you're healthy and don't mind leaving the house, consider volunteering your time to the store owner. Could you help clean, stock shelves, ship items, these little things might allow staff to concentrate on the more important things on their minds. Some of these steps also apply to online sellers. Many quilt designers rely on sales of their own patterns and products and even fabric kits to support themselves. In times of crisis, people tend to hold their money a little closer 
and avoid purchases of unnecessary items. So don't forget to support your favorite designers as well. Now that we've covered how to support small businesses, let's talk about how to support yourself. This is a time of uncertainty and high anxiety. So we need to do our best to stay healthy, reduce stress, and gain control over our lives. When we take steps to help ourselves, we're strengthened to help others and our communities. Besides washing your hands, of course, and practicing social distancing, we have a few suggestions on how to do this. Keep sewing. This may seem obvious, but many times a change in our routines means we forget to do the things that bring us joy. Or if your families are home from work and school, you may not have as much time to get into your sewing room. We'll have more tips on that later. As a creative person, you probably use sewing, stitching, or even knitting to relax and gain life balance that might be missing otherwise. How many times have you heard or spoken the phrase, quilting is my therapy? Whether we are consciously aware of it or not, we experience cathartic and therapeutic effects from working on creative projects and doing handwork. Studies show it's a great way to quiet the mind. People who do handwork receive a wide range of benefits from their craft, like relaxation and happiness, relief from stress and anxiety, a sense of accomplishment, and a connection to tradition. So don't forget to make time for yourself to work on a project, start something new, or do handwork in the evenings while watching TV. Beware of information overload. If you're like me, you're glued to the TV and your phone trying to stay up to date with the latest news. But it's easy to get overwhelmed and feel a sense of helplessness and doom creep in. Get the information you need, but don't get sucked into hours of negative updates. Try to limit your social media usage and set specific times to check the news. Instead, follow social media accounts that are posting positive and inspirational messages and photos. This may be a fun time to follow some new quilters on social media so you see beautiful photos of quilts in your feed instead of other stressful news. Or spend some time on Pinterest, pinning future projects and fabrics you love to gain a little respite from the day. You can find us on social media by searching for American Patchwork and Quilting if you're interested. Get organized. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know I'm obsessed with decluttering and organizing. But I promise this will actually make you feel better right now. When things feel out of control, having your space organized and clean can give you a sense of incredible calm and focus. You don't have to spend hours cleaning and organizing. Focus on one small area in your home. Maybe it's the table you had to carve out as your work from home office. Maybe it's one shelf of fabric in your sewing room. Maybe it's that junk drawer in the kitchen. 
taking concrete action that will lead to a visual improvement gives you a sense of satisfaction, accomplishment, and control in these crazy times. So, if you have the extra time, get in your sewing room and pick an area to tidy up. Help others. It's hard to know how to help others when we're not even supposed to leave our houses. But luckily, we're quilters. Start a quilt for a charity. Quilts of Valor, Project Linus, and Quilts for Kids are some popular charities. Check their websites for specific details on quilt sizes and requirements. You can even join in on our One Million Pillowcase Challenge and make pillowcases for those in need. You'll feel great to use your talent to benefit others, and we're sure the charities will appreciate the extra support too. Catch up on your projects. Being stuck at home is something we may not want, but view it as an opportunity. Use the extra time to work on that large stack of UFOs or unfinished objects. Finally cut into that fabric that's been sitting in a pile waiting for you. Always wanted to learn how to free motion quilt? There's no time like the present. Do you have a bucket list quilt? This is the perfect time to start it. View this time as a special moment to cross off some items on your quilting to-do list. It will feel so good to finally get to the things you've always wanted to do. Connect with friends and family. This is a time where people are feeling isolated and lonely. Make sure you're reaching out to family and friends to check in on them and connect. This is a time when technology is wonderful. You can use FaceTime or Skype to video chat or just a phone call or text to send life updates. And don't forget your quilting buddies. Because many quilters fall into the higher risk category, they may feel more isolated than many. There are many quilting Facebook groups too, so if you're missing your connection with others, we have a larger UFO challenge group where you can join to share pictures of your projects and chat with thousands of quilters from all over the world. We hope some of these tips help you feel a little more grounded during this time and also help to reduce your anxiety. We're going to take a quick ad break, but when we get back, we'll be sharing some tips for making more time to sew. We are ending the show today with a few tips for making more time to sew. Some of us may be blessed during this pandemic with more time to sew and more time to work on our hobbies. But many of us are at home with the kids, the grandkids, and the rest of the family and have more responsibilities than ever to keep things functioning throughout the day. If you fall into that camp, we have some tips for carving out some time for yourself in your sewing room. One, keep your sewing machine, supplies, and work in progress out. That way you can sneak in even just five minutes of sewing between other activities. Just get into your room, shut the door, and accomplish a little bit. Maybe it's just cutting for five minutes. Maybe you can even sew a whole block together. It's amazing what you can accomplish in a short period of time when you have everything out and ready to go. Turn to a handwork project. 
You can work on an EPP, embroidery, hand piecing, or hand applique project when you can. Have it handy and ready to go so you can pick it up while the kids are eating lunch or while the family is watching a TV show. Having a little time to work with your hands during the day will bring you a sense of calm. Wake up earlier or stay up later. Try setting an alarm 20 minutes earlier each day and getting some sewing time in, or do a little bit of sewing right before bed. Sacrificing a little bit of sleep for some me time in your sewing room might make you feel refreshed, but please don't sacrifice your health and lose sleep if you're not getting enough right now. Schedule your sewing time. If you're working from home or have kids at home, you may have a strict schedule of to-dos and activities. Add sewing time into your schedule. Can you sew during your usual lunch break time? Can you schedule sewing time while the kids are working on math worksheets? Make a plan to sew when it works for everyone and you'll be more likely to make the time for it. And if all else fails, lose the guilt. You can't be expected to be there for others 24-7 during this time. If needed, sit the kids in front of the TV for an hour or tell your partner to handle dinner or order out from a local restaurant so that you can have a little extra time to sew. You can't be there for others if you don't take time to fill yourself up, so don't feel guilty for needing a little space for yourself. Thanks everyone for listening in today. We hope this episode has left you feeling inspired, hopeful, and ready to make the best of this situation. We also hope you consider these ways to help small businesses, other quilters, and yourself during this time. And if you're wondering what you can do for us, we'd love if you'd take our podcast survey so we can serve you better. We have a link to that in our show notes. You can also rate and review us. It helps other quilters find our show during this time. And if you want to subscribe to American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine, it's delivered right to your door. You won't even have to leave the house. We have a special offer for just our podcast listeners. So visit our show notes for all the details. As usual, we'll have all this information and links to what we mentioned in the show notes. Stay safe and healthy, friends. We'll be back to our usual podcast format next week. all and thanks for listening keep in touch american patchwork and quilting is on facebook pinterest and instagram at all people quilt email us at apqpodcast at meredith.com resources for this week can be found at allpeoplequilt.com slash podcast and if you love the american patchwork and quilting podcast please subscribe on your favorite podcast app for free and don't forget to rate and review the show it helps other quilters find us Have a creative week.